It's a busy world we live in, isn't it? We're bombarded with emails, social media messages, automation. Everything's becoming less and less personal. So why don't we have a new strategy? Let's make it personal. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 57 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee. I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas for transforming sales, delivering awesome presentations, and winning more sales pitches. Now, just a quick couple of updates on things that I'm up to. I'm very excited because the online presentation course that I've been working on for months is getting closer and closer to fruition. So I'm aiming the product at those of you who've got a really important presentation coming up in a in about six weeks time where you've got a, you know, it's a big presentation that could be very significant for you and your company that could be a big sales pitch as well. And the online presentation course will walk you through the seven P's of presenting. You'll be able to get it in all sorts of different formats and then you'll have some one-to-one live over video link interaction with me to help you nail that presentation or pitch and really go out there and deliver an awesome presentation or win that sales pitch. So more on that to come but it's really exciting that we're getting very close to, to finishing that. Thank you also to everybody who's now listening to the podcast. The numbers are growing significantly and that is fantastic. So, you know, please do share it. Please do leave a review. That would be awesome. And uh, I am planning to get people on the podcast to interview them. So I've just got to get uh, get better organized to do that. But it is going to happen, I can assure you. So very, very soon, we'll have some very interesting people on the podcast who are going to share their top tips and ideas to help you with sales and presentations. So this week's episode is called Make It Personal. So why do we need to make it personal? Well, how many of you last week had a, for example, a LinkedIn connection request and it was just the standard one? How many of you got an email where it looked as though it was just absolutely the one that the same one that thousands of others had got? And how many of you, you know, have had social media messages and things like that, which, again, look very, very, you know, unpersonal? So in this episode, I thought it'd be a good idea to, you know, to have a look at how we can make it more personal because, you know, everybody bangs on about people buying from people and getting to know you and like you and trust you. So if that's the case, then how can we how can we take that people buy from people, that one to one thing forward into our communications with people in the way we do that through emails, through social, through presentations, through anything at all? It reminds me that um, back in the day, um, I've got a, I, I inherited many years ago uh, a box full of old postcards, which belonged to my great auntie. And when you look through the postcards, there's some intriguing communication. This is going back basically 100 years, I think, by now. And it will say things like, see you tomorrow at four o'clock. And that will be the entire postcard. <laughs> and that would have been posted, delivered, received and acted upon. So that was, you know, very, very personal, wasn't it? I would send a postcard in the post, you know, 100 years ago because I clearly didn't have email or telephone or even anything like that at all. 
So one of the that that was what really made me think about this episode, this make it personal episode. So I've I've sort of rounded up six ideas for you to take away to help you make it personal. Because you know, most communication is the start of a conversation or you're trying to get a connection with somebody. And in the B2B sector particularly, that that conversation, that connection is the start of the sales process effectively. So the more personal we can make the start, that connection, then I think the more chance you've got of uh, of taking it forward and making it into something bigger, into building that relationship, creating that opportunity, and then ultimately getting the you know that sale happening at some point. So here are six ideas to help you make it personal. So first of all, let's look at email, because email is still absolutely prolific. We all get thousands of them every day. But what makes them stand out for you? Well, there is a lot of a lot of science to say that whatever you put in the subject line helps. But of course, you know, automation has made that, you know, subject lines can seem very personal when they're actually not. And we've all got systems where we can insert, you know, my name into the subject line. But we so now we have to go a little bit further than that, don't we? So we have to put something in the subject line that is definitely personal other than my name. And that will get my attention. So when you're going to send out an email to somebody whose radar you want to get onto, try and include their name maybe in the subject line, but also include something that, you know, that you would have had to have done some research. It can't possibly be an automated piece of information. And that will help you get attention. So think about that. And then, of course, in the context of the email, um, whatever you do, don't look as though you've cut and pasted the email from a previous email. Now, clearly, there might be parts of it that you have. But, you know, just spend a little bit of time just making it feel as though it's personal and also being careful that the content is relevant to the person you're sending it to. Because if you send me an email and half of it's not relevant, I know it's not personal. I know I'm just one of thousands who've had your email. So what am I going to do? I'm going to bin it. So email. Look at your e. Next time you send out an email where you're looking to try and start a conversation or make a connection, ask yourself, is it personal? Would you read it? That's the big thing. Would you read it? Because if you'd read it, then maybe the person you're sending it to is well will do as well. Right, that's number one, email. Number two is when you've got a chance to put forward a proposal. You know, you've been asked to quote for something. And again, it's very easy, isn't it? When you send out quotes, everybody has a quote template and you just bung it out. Um, and all you do is change the numbers or you change the content. But, you know, try again, you know, top and tail it with some sort of personalization. It will make a difference. And particularly if you're quoting for someone who's got a project or something, Talk in the introduction about the project and how you know how keen you are to to work with them. And by the way, here's my quote. So the bigger the company, the less personal it often feels. So that actually, if you're a small business, you've got a real opportunity here because personalization as a small business ought to be easier for you in many senses. No cut and paste feel to your proposal if you can. Number three is is LinkedIn. <laughs> now I, I think LinkedIn is still a great connection tool. I mean, I, you know, there seems to be an increasing amount of rubbish, frankly, put on LinkedIn, I think. But nevertheless, it's still a way of meeting people and getting to know them and getting on their radar and sharing information with them. Um, and, the, you know, the classic ways to send a LinkedIn connection. And I probably get, on average, I'd say two a day, something like that. People want to connect with me, most of whom I don't know. 
And I would say between 95 and 100% each week are just the uh, the default connection. Hi, Trevor, I'd like to connect with you on LinkedIn or whatever that says. I can't even remember what it says now. But no personalization in there whatsoever. So if you really want to get on my radar and you're connecting with me for a really good reason, then make it personal. Add some context in there. Even if you spotted something on my website, whatever it might be, just make it feel a little bit more personal. That will make a real difference. So LinkedIn connection. Next time you're about to press the button, make sure that you edit. Okay, you've got to be careful on some device. When you do it on a device, you've got to be careful because you think you're going to press the, uh, you know, the make it personal button and suddenly its connection is gone. And that's happened to me as well. So just be sure you understand your way around the, the kit and make sure you get the right button so you can add that personalization to it. Before I move on to the last three uh, top tips, talking of personalization, what's your on hold music sound like? How personal is your on hold music? Is that good? Well, we've teamed up with VoiceBuddy and voicebuddy.co.uk. They provide great on-hold services. And Amy and Toby do this. They're, they're budding actors. They've got really good voices. And you will have heard Amy's voice at the beginning of this podcast. So if you'd like Amy or indeed Toby to be your on-hold music, then get in touch with them via voicebuddy.co.uk. And if you don't know what your on-hold music is, because people in organisations never get to hear it, it's only people like me ringing in as a potential customer who get to hear it. So check it out. Find out what your on-hold music actually is. And likewise, you know, if you're if you're a one-man band, you don't have on-hold music, check out what your mobile phone message is at the moment. Do you know what that is? Can you write that down right now? Because sometimes it might say you're on holiday till February. Uh, or other times it might be there might be nothing there at all. So check that out. Make it personal. Uh, so uh, yeah, voicebuddy.co.uk. They did the uh, top and tail of this podcast for me. Terrific, uh, Amy and Toby. So get in touch with them, and they'll look after you and, and give you a really really good pre-recorded message you can use on your on hold music. Right. Let's move on to tip number four to make it personal. So tip number four is about when you're doing a sales pitch or a presentation. Um, Remember, the rule of presenting when you're putting together your content is audience first, you second. And that will make it feel more personal. You have to make sure that everything you put in that presentation is for the people who are listening to it. It's not your standard presentation that you've rolled out. And that's where a lot of organizations fall down when they're doing several presentations is that they just have a standard presentation. I'm working with one organization at the moment and they're rolling out the standard presentation. And we're, we're now working on three or four versions of the standard presentation so that it is a bit more personalized for the audience that they're going to deliver it to. You've got a much better chance of success with a presentation and certainly with a sales pitch if it all feels very personal and very relevant. And don't forget, make sure that all that personalization is right at the beginning of the presentation. So you talk about the you know the audience and their problems and what you're there to help them with. Don't spend the first five minutes of your presentation or your sales pitch banging on about yourself. That's just not what your audience want to hear. They know a little bit about you. That's why you're presenting. You don't need to keep banging on at that stage. So a sales pitch or a presentation, make it personal. It will be influential on your outcome. Right, number five is cards. Now, remember those things? I talked about postcards earlier. 
well, you know, that was a very personal situation. So how many times do you send out a postcard or a thank you card or a, co- or a, or a handwritten calling card? That makes it very personal. So here are three card opportunities that you can do that will make it personal beyond your normal business card. Number one, get yourself a little card printed that you can write on and leave behind. So if you go and see somebody and they're not there, just write on it and leave it behind. Someone will definitely pass that on. If you just leave your business card on a brochure, well, how personal is that? Not really. Anybody could do that. Secondly, thank you cards. I uh, I had some thank you cards printed at the end of the uh, 2018, and I sent them out to all the people I'd worked with that year. And there are two great advantages of thank you cards uh, right now. One is that most people don't receive them, so you really do stand out. And secondly, people tend to leave them on their desk. They put them up because they like to know that someone's thanked them. And then someone else will come in their, in their office maybe and say, oh, who sent you that? And it's your card and you get noticed. So they can do a bit of marketing for you as well. So that is really interesting. And postcards. Actually, postcards are very effective because we get thousands of emails, but we don't get that much interest in posts, do we? How many of you this week have had a postcard from somebody? So chances are, if you get a postcard, the open rate of postcards will be 100%. I bet you, if you get a postcard, you're going to read it. Unlike an email. What's your open rate on email? 10%? 15%? So get yourself a good printer. I can recommend the St. Austell Printing Company here down in Cornwall. They are, they've got some fantastic setup for printing cards. And you only have to print 50 or even 20. You don't have to print thousands that will sit in a box. But cards can really make a difference. And it becomes very, very personal when you handwrite the message. Take the time to do it. It only takes a couple of minutes to write a postcard or a thank you card and then mail it out. It could be very, very significant. So there you go. That's tip number five. And tip number six is be personable when you're with people. Okay. So if if you have if you meet people and you're having a conversation with them, ask them some interesting questions about themselves that you've thought of, you know, just for them. That's personal. That's making it personal. Lots of people ask the same old standard questions. I bumped into somebody yesterday on the street who I'm hoping to get on the podcast. And the first thing she said to me was, oh, are you busy? I didn't want to say, that's a terrible question to ask me. (laughs) But I was very, very tempted. I think we dealt with that in in an earlier podcast. But be personal. Ask interesting questions. Listen carefully to the answers. And remember, give before you take. So if you give something to me that you've worked on, that it's not cut and pasted, that you've actually thought about, that's helpful to me. And chances are that will get you higher up the radar when I'm looking to engage someone who offers your product or service. So that's the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It is about making it personal. I hope that's given you some food for thought. I hope that's given you some ideas that you can put into action straight away. So let me know you how you get on. And, oh, and don't forget, on LinkedIn at the moment, when this podcast goes out, I'm still, I've got a message out there about cold calling. So if you want to make a contribution to the cold calling uh, debate, we'll be doing, I'll be doing a podcast about cold calling in two or three episodes time. Look me up on LinkedIn and find the conversation and join in and let me give me your thoughts on cold calling. I'd love to hear them and I can then uh, include them and name check you on the podcast. That would be terrific. And indeed, if you've got any tips on sales or presenting that you want to share, then connect with me on LinkedIn, share them there or email them to me via podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. 
And we've got a very new, exciting uh, website coming along for the podcast very soon. At the moment, you can download all the previous episodes on my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk. And you can also, if you need some help with sales or presenting, you can find out all about the very latest innovative workshops that I've got available to work with you. So it'll be great fun. If you want some sales help or you want some presentation help, either on a one-to-one or as a group, do get in touch. Um, I think you'll enjoy working with me. I've got some great innovative ways of, of making sure that the training is really interactive and inspiring. So that's all great. I'll be back with another episode of this podcast next week. Until then, make sure that you make the most of any sales and presenting opportunities that come your way. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.